Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. All right, well, here we are. All right, five. All right, five. Um, what is or was your favorite Rhode Island record store? My go-to for many years was Tom's Tracks. Yeah. Up on the east side. What um, was that? Well, it was available to me. I was more familiar with it. Um, I was working in Providence at the time. Um, you know, you get your paycheck and you just go buy some records at Tom's, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tom's always had some, you know, some radio comp records or something like that. And there was ways you could experiment. You mm-hmm. know, there were the records that you went to buy because that's yeah. what you went to buy. But it's nice to be able to experiment. Discover you know? some stuff yeah. while you were there. Yeah. And, and with that in mind, two, two of the record venues that I got the most out of before Tom's. Now, Tom's, that was when I was, you know, able to work for a living and, and that stuff. But, but when I was younger... Um, I lived in Tiverton, and there was a guy. There was a there was a flea market on Bogomarsh Road. I don't know if it's still there, but there was a guy. The, the flea market had outdoor booths you could rent for that given week, but mm-hmm. it also had indoor booths that were permanent. And it was a guy that that sold records there. Oh wow! And nice. I I never even knew the guy's name, but we knew each other enough through that relationship of mm-hmm. customer and, and vendor. And so some of the records I have, he would say. He would say, do you know this? He goes, you got to hear that. Take yeah. it home. Yeah, if you like it, you know, if you don't like it, bring it back next week, you know. Yeah. Or so, give the, whatever, a couple bucks more. Couple yeah, bucks yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, tur- that, that was a good outlet for me because that turned me on to some things that, you know, I wasn't, wouldn't have maybe come across um, otherwise. And the other one, which is totally not local at all, but it's entirely corporate, Back in the day, there was something called the Columbia House Record Club. Yeah, Columbia, yeah, I don't know if you know mail that. order. Yeah, it was mail order. So as corporate as can be, mm-hmm. but the they would entice you to join by saying, you know, ninety nine cents, you get twelve free records. You know, yeah. Of course, you have this obligation later on, but you know, you could also play the game. You could join, get your twelve free records, fulfill your obligation, and quit. And then join and get your records. So <laughs> you get, so you do that enough, you know, picking 12 records, you know, looking through their book, you might not have 12 records that you even want, mm-hmm. but looking through the book and these things are coming to you almost for free. Um, you could experiment. You could say, well, that looks cool. And yeah. because my, I was always open minded. I never looked in just the rock. I looked everywhere. Yeah. You know, so Miles Davis, bitches brew. Well, that looks cool. You know, as a teenage kid, just the, the, the cover and the title is enough to, to get me into this one, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've found music that way just from being able to experiment. So I wouldn't advocate corporate things like that. But, you yeah. know, in, in my day, you know, that was a way that I just plunged into a lot of stuff that just because it looked interesting. Yeah. And so that opened my eyes to you know, Willie Nelson's Redheaded Stranger or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so that was kind of... Not local, but no, that's certainly cool. put a lot of records in my collection. Yeah. Cool. What is your favorite Rhode Island drink? Currently, I would have to say, um, as a someone who's partial to 
IPA uh, beer and have been for a long time mm-hmm. and uh, has experimented with a lot of different ones. I, we, there's none better than right here in Rhode Island uh, down at Gray Sail. They have Captain's Daughter. Yep. It's a double IPA. And they've uh, added to their collection by having Little Sister, which is a session IPA. It still has, you know, that unique flavor. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's probably my favorite Rhode Island drink. Cool. Uh, with that, what is your favorite Rhode Island place, like a city, town, a neighborhood, a chunk of woods out in Foster? Uh. <laughs> well, if you had asked me when I lived out in Foster, I would say right here. You know, my house right here with the woods in the back. And, yeah, out in Foster. And I never would have imagined that I'd willingly move to, from Foster to Pawtucket. Yeah. But uh, circumstances brought me here, and since I've been here... I love this neighborhood. Cool. So we're near Slater's Park. And, um, you know, after living in Foster for 25 years, it was great, you know, walk out in the woods, but you're not really walking anyplace else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not walking from the corner store. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at this point in my life, to have so much convenience around us, you mm-hmm. know, have our family around us, uh, surrounded by great restaurants, walk into Slater's Park and walk to get my hair cut, I would say Darlington in Pawtucket is my favorite place right now. Nice. What is your favorite Rhode Island pizza? That, and again, surrounded by pizza. Um, (laughs) But right now, I would have to say Uncle Tony's. Oh, yeah? The combination of Uncle Tony's dough and they've got a really flavorful sauce. Yeah. When we get pizza, that's where it's Uncle at. Tony's. Cool. Um, and what is your favorite Rhode Island event? That would have to be, and as much as I love, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that we've got, you know, the Rhode Island Music Hall of Fame and the Bluegrass Hall of Fame, you know, those Hall of Fame events are great. The different Rhode Island Bluegrass other events, you know, the picnic and, and the holiday party. I love all those things, but that that the Cajun Bluegrass, which is now the Rhythm and Roots Festival, mm-hmm. I would have to say is, is the one for, for several reasons because of the amount of friends that we can count on to show up every yeah. year. And I mean, not only we do enjoy hanging around camp and, and, and just hanging out, but almost everyone plays something. So there's, yeah. there's almost, almost there's music happening in camp from the first person waking up at six or seven in the morning until the last person going to bed. Four or five in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just some of the history to it. I mean, like I said, I mean that was my connection to 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 meeting Greg Andriozzi, which you know started my Friday night was my first jamming experiences, where I bought the book to learn how to play harmonica. You know, so yeah. Um, aside from what it does, what, what I get out of it now every year, that the history is uh, makes it special. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much, Paul. All right, thank you, James. It's been a pleasure. We were walking her out from the docks, singing where all and go. You pretty young girls come with fell and flocks, singing rollicking randy dandy
Rollickin' Randy Dandy, oh.